When we start our businesses, in order to be successful, we do everything. If we are successful, we've done everything. The problem is this conditions us to continue to do everything, to continue to execute everything, to make everything happen, to do everything ourselves. And we have this bias towards if it's going to be done right, I will do it myself for everything, including decision making. And if you're growing a business, if you don't change this, it will become your biggest bottleneck. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. If you're an entrepreneur growing a business and you feel like you are the biggest bottleneck, you're not alone. We all feel that way. In fact, in so many ways, you could mathematically, scientifically, tactically, and strategically prove that the biggest bottleneck in a small business is by far the entrepreneur. It might not be that way right at the beginning, but there is a point where the biggest bottleneck is the person who is running the business, the person in charge, and the person making things happen. And we watch this all of the time. In fact, we help entrepreneurs grow their business businesses very fast. We take people from uh, multiple six figures to multiple seven figures. We take them to from seven figures to well into eight figures. And when you're going through those transitions, everything in a business changes. In a growing business, your responsibilities, what you do as the entrepreneur in charge will change on a daily and weekly basis. In a growing business, what the people around you do will change on a daily and weekly basis. And where so many entrepreneurs miss an opportunity for leverage is in decision-making. We see this all the time. We watch our clients grow businesses like crazy. They hire people, they get help, they get tactical help, but they don't share decision-making because this is how growth really works. So when you grow a business, first you grow the product, the service, what you're doing. You start getting people to be interested in it. Then you start getting a tactical team around you. You have to find some contractors, some people who can do stuff. Then you start hiring people who can actually execute for you uh, directly and do it over time. And then where most entrepreneurs miss is they don't think about how they need to share decision making and start hiring decision makers. In fact, here's the epiphany that we have as entrepreneurs. You know, as entrepreneurs, we get used to making all of the decisions in a lot of ways. So many of us, including me, became entrepreneurs so that we could make the decisions, so that people would be out of our way, so that we could be in charge, so that we could create our own momentum, so we wouldn't have to wait for anybody else. But here's the challenge. In order to grow, we need to actually stop making all of the decisions and start sharing decision making. Because in so many ways as an entrepreneur, you're not just the bottleneck because of 
your time, you're actually the bottleneck because of all of the decision making you're doing. And here's why this is important. It's crucially important, especially if you're trying to grow fast, especially if you have a business you really care about. If there's an outcome that really matters to you, let me share why this is important. So first, decision-making fatigue is real and it will cause fatigue everywhere. So if you're making a ton of decisions, if people are coming to you all day, asking you to make a decision, asking you to execute, here's what has to happen. You end up carrying around the entire equation for your business in your head. So if you're making the decisions in delivery, if you're making the decisions in marketing, if you're making the decisions in member services, in sales, in every part of your business, what ends up happening is you're making so many decisions that you will hit decision-making fatigue and just due to the fact that there's only so many hours in the day and your team can only communicate with you so much, the decisions won't get made. This slows down the growth of your business. It slows down the expansion of the effect that you're having, the impact you're making. It slows everything down. I ran into this early on in the business that I'm running right now. We are coaching entrepreneurs to grow and scale their businesses. We work with multiple six-figure businesses, like I said earlier, to go to seven, multiple seven to go to eight. And if I was making, initially, I was making all of the decisions in our coaching and our content department, all of them. I created the content. I was coaching. I was talking to our clients. I was, I was creating everything, but I was also making the decisions of what we would offer, how we would offer it, what policies we would put in place, how we could build the department. And then I realized that it was just too much. I was completely overwhelmed. There was too much going on. I needed help. I needed help to make the decisions. I needed help to build the department. I needed someone with the skill set, the experience, and the motivation and intelligence to help me make decisions in our coaching and content department, to help me decide what would be the foundations of coaching? What is the content we want to have? What customer client or, or client questions do we want to answer? What customer or client questions do we want to tell our clients, hey, that's not what we answer? And so the way that I solve that is I, I have a person on my team, Deanna, who now she is running our coaching and content. And here's what happens when anyone comes to me with a, a question about a decision making or making a decision in content or coaching, I defer to Deanna. And then I watch the decision making process and I understand it and I talk to her about it. And this has been going on for about a month and a half now. And as time has gone on, she's making decisions faster and faster. They're, they're incredibly aligned with what I would do because we've been communicating the whole time. I'll tell you how we achieved that alignment in just a second. But now here's what's happened. Our coaching and our content department is growing like crazy. I look at the metrics and milestones in coaching and the number of calls we're on. The number of new content sections we're making, the number of the, the amount of content and resources being released to our clients is exponentially greater than what I was doing it. Why? Because I'm running our entire business. I'm making decisions all over the place by handing off the strategic decision making to someone as good as Deanna. It has freed all of my time, all of that time up for me to go do other things so I can continue to grow our business. Here's another reason why this is important. When you're growing, Trying to make every decision is impossible. Like, I just want to tell you that. It's impossible. You can try. You can try and grow at the maximum rate and make every decision, but it will be impossible. And here's what will happen. If you insist on making every decision, you have to, to also decide that you're okay with not growing as fast as you could. Because when you make every decision in a business, 
you literally are slowing everything down. Because here's, here's how I want you to imagine a, a business's growth. If you think of how, uh, as a business grows, each dollar in revenue it's bringing in each year, so each increase in dollar in revenue in each year, there's an increase in the amount of decisions in that business. That's just how it is. And as your business grows into higher and higher levels or dollar amounts, the decision-making actually grows not on a linear curve, it grows on an exponential curve. So as the business gets bigger, as more people are added, as more clients are added, as there's more outcomes that are added, there's more and more decisions, but it doesn't curve linearly. It hockey sticks. Like the number of decisions goes up exponentially in a business. And if you're trying to do all of it, you not only have to be able to keep up with what you did to start the business, you have to be able to grow at an exponential rate in your time. I've tried this. I just want you to know this. For over 20 years, I tried to create more time. I tried to bargain for more hours in the day. I tried to get more out of each day. And I, I think I'm really good at being efficient and effective in my days, but there's no way I can make all of the decisions. So it's important to be able to hand some of those off. And most of the time in a business, like I said before, you're a bottleneck, not due to just being the entrepreneur in charge. You're a bottleneck due to decision-making. Like boil it down, really look at where you're a bottleneck. Maybe you're doing all the sales. Maybe you're doing something strategically in the business. But in most businesses we've ever analyzed, in most entrepreneurial relationships we've ever analyzed, what we've found is that the entrepreneur in charge is the biggest bottleneck due to one thing, there's not enough people in the business who make decisions. And we see this all the time, especially in hyper-fast growth companies. We, we work with a company that has grown incredibly fast, exploded, and they've gone from multiple millions to tens of millions. And in that time frame, they've grown so quickly, they haven't grown past a three-person executive team. And a three-person executive team at tens of millions is going to be an overwhelmed, inefficient, and let's be honest, ineffective executive team. That's really, that's a reality. If you are trying to make too many decisions, if there's too much responsibility, if they're not enough decision makers, you become ineffective due to, due to decision-making fatigue. And here's what it feels like for a lot of entrepreneurs who are in this position. Here's what it feels like for a lot of people who work in entrepreneurial companies that are in this position. When you're making all the decisions, when there's not enough other decisions makers, you feel like you have to be involved in every decision made. And so you'll hear entrepreneurs say like, before you change anything, come and talk to me, or don't modify anything without coming talk to me. Or you'll hear team members in entrepreneurial companies where there's not enough decision makers, especially operators will say things like, don't implement anything until you've cleared it with me. Why? Well, because again, they're trying to carry that whole equation of the entire company around in their head without help, without strategic decision-making support. In a company that's going places, in a company that's growing, in a company that has potential, that is going to be your biggest bottleneck. It's going to slow everything down and crush you. So how do you overcome this? How do you create decision makers around you? How do you develop leaders around you? You know, John Maxwell said that the true uh, test of a leader is not can they lead people, it's can they develop leaders around them? Can you actually develop people to go into leadership in your business in a way that you want them to lead, in the way that you want them to show up in your business? And so here's what you should be doing in order to share decision-making. Number one, make sure that when you are bringing in people into a strategic position, that not only you go out and recruit and hire and interview and do everything that it is and make the offer letter and bring them on, but once they accept the position, 
go through a formal, intense onboarding process with them. I'm doing this right now with a couple of decision makers in my business. In fact, Greg, who came in to help us with um, systems and all of our technology, I've been onboarding him for the last two months. And at the beginning, we were meeting every single day. And some people say, oh, every day is overkill, especially with somebody with experience. I don't agree. I spend that time together because I want to discuss decision-making. I want to talk to him. I want to build a relationship with him. Uh, in the onboarding process, I'm often asking when, when someone says, Alex, how do we handle this? I I'll ask, what would you do? I want to start getting used to how they naturally make decisions so that I can coach them to make better decisions for me. I want to see what their tendencies are so I understand what I'm dealing with and how I can coach them and how I can share with them. The second thing you should do besides just onboarding Make sure that you have real core values in your company. You know, in our organization, we have five core company values that we use constantly and we talk about them. We share them with our team. We make sure that each person who is in a decision-making position knows our core values because what our core, our, our values, our company tenants are, what they really are is their decision-making rules, their decision-making guidelines. Let me share them with you. Number one is we walk our talk. So that core value, what does it say? We follow all of our content. We do our own stuff. Like we don't tell other people to do something we're not doing. Another decision-making guideline in our company is correct the process, not the person. Anyone who comes in to make decisions in our business, I want them to know we look for problems in process. We do not look for problems in people, companies that fall apart, companies that are not growing fast, and companies that don't understand how growth works correct the person, not the process. We want to correct the process so it stays fixed. We have three more core values, success through the success of others. If, if someone in my business is making decisions, I want them to think about the ultimate success of our clients. Minimum effective dose. We tell people the simplest explanation is usually the correct one. So in our business, do not build a space shuttle to go across the street. Keep it simple, make it easy, make it easy on us, make it easy on the clients so that we can scale. And then the last of our core values is momentum in the process. We tell everyone our clients live for momentum and so do we. So our processes, our frameworks, everything that we do is designed to provide momentum in the process. So when one of the people in my business who's in a decision-making capacity is making decisions, they can use these five guidelines to make better decisions. So onboard people who are making decisions, share your core values with them, make them real. And then here's the last one. This is big. If you haven't yet, create a communications cadence in your business so that you are routinely meeting with your decision makers in a group, so you're strategically making decisions together, and then create a cadence in your business, that same cadence, so that you are meeting with decision makers one-on-one -on -one and you're going through the decisions they've made. You're talking about what's going on. You're reviewing things with them. You have an understanding of what they're doing. Here's why. You ready? When decision makers screw up, you have to jump in and support them. When they make the wrong decision, you have to let them know that it's absolutely okay and that you would have done it differently and explain to them what, it, what the decision is, how you would have rather have it done. And the thing that you do not want to do as you build somebody in a decision-making capacity is intimidate or scare them. Here's what far too many entrepreneurs do. They give someone just enough room to start making decisions and then they freak out when the decisions aren't exactly the ones they would have made. And so here's what you, here's what you want to do as you're bringing on and you are creating decision makers in your business. Empower them to make decisions, help them and support them where they ask for it, 
and then let them know what you think of the decisions that they're making and discuss it with them and create a cadence so you're meeting with them regularly and you're talking about those decisions. And here's what happens in my organization. My team makes decisions and then we talk about it afterwards and we decide, is that the decision we want to stick with or do we want to do something else in the future and are we going to make it into a policy? But what I do not do is freak out on a decision maker for making a decision. 100% of the time, I support the fact that they took the initiative and made the decision. And if there's a correction in the process or correction in the decision they made, then we make that correction in a way that still lets them know they did the right thing. Because what I never want to do is take someone who's making decisions in my business and turn them into someone who feels like they have to verify and ask and make sure every single thing is okay before they actually move it forward. Because the worst thing you can do is hire a decision maker, then scare them so they won't make decisions, and then have them double check and verify and cross-reference everything with you. That will take so much time away from you growing your business. And if you haven't been through this before, if you don't have the perspective of an experienced CEO who's been up the billionaire code several times, you won't even realize how much it's taking from you until someone points it out. So do an inventory of your business today. Are you making too many decisions? Because here's what happens. When you share decision-making in the right way, when you set people up to make decisions successfully, you remove bottlenecks, you create far more capacity, and you launch you, your company, and your team into momentum because that's just how it works. When you open up the channels within your business for more people to be involved in decision-making, you create more capacity and you get way more done. I'm excited for you to start sharing decision-making in your business because let's get it straight. You can't decide everything. If you're ready to start hiring the right people in your business, bringing them into the company and empowering them to make decisions, if you're ready to build out exactly what I talked about, the right onboarding, core values, and even a communications cadence so every person in your team knows exactly what's going on, reach out to us. You do not have to do this all yourself. Go to billionairecode.com. You'll have an opportunity to answer some questions for my team. We will show you exactly where you are on the path to entrepreneurial success right now and we'll give you an opportunity to set up a call with my team. If you're interested in getting some help in growing and scaling your business, don't wait. Go to billionairecode.com and reach out now. We're helping CEOs around the world expand their businesses, expand their profitability, grow their teams, and make a massive impact. We can help you too. Billionairecode.com.